Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, let's talk about something here. Alcoholism and addiction. Is your marriage, your relationship, your family, is it suffering because of your drinking? It's time to stop. Go to casapalmera.com. All the help you need is there. There is a solution. Casapalmera.com. I've been promised. Yes. By one of the salespeople here that they're going to get me LASIK surgery for free. And all you have to do is talk about it on the radio the next five years? Yeah, it's going to be like a sponsorship <laughs> thing, right? Like, I either have to name my firstborn child after them or get a tattoo of uh, the name of the doctor on my forehead. Something. And the reason I bring this up is because I just noticed your knock around sunglasses. Yes. And I, I thought to myself, hypothetical situation where I get LASIK, what's the first thing I would buy? And I think I would buy every single pair of knockaround sunglasses because I'd be able to wear them. Yes. For the first time I ever. Am, yeah, I am not kidding. I used to be one of those people who, no matter what, would break their sunglasses. Okay. Just no matter what. I mean, this goes back to when I was a kid. And like, you I, sit on I, them I think like the first back pair of sunglasses I was ever given. I probably immediately dropped and stepped on, you know, or, or lost. Like, just, it always happens to me. And then I spent 10 years playing poker, being one of those douchebags. Thank you. That wanted to wear the, the perfect shades that really had the good high contrast so that you could wear them in light. But, but they couldn't see your but eyes. they couldn't see your eyes. And I used to buy... You know, hundred and fifty dollars shades and hundred dollars shades. Mm-hmm. I remember one time Randy Jones gave me a pair of Maui gyms. Like those this, are not cheap. No, and this was like last year at the ballpark. Like someone gave them to him for something else, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Here, have these." Like, oh, these are, and they were great. They were awesome. Very nice of Randy. I. And he gave me a case, too, and I made this whole big deal of, like, oh, I'm going to now, uh, you know, always keep them in the case. I'm going to keep – I'm going to protect these. These will be my baby. And I walked into the gym the first day that I had these, and as I was – Opening the case to put them in the case, somehow my fingers slipped and the glasses fell and they broke. They just, like, cracked. Like, instantly. And the next day, Randy sees me. I'm like, yeah, they cracked. Okay. But you can't break those knockers. I cannot break. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I know. Long setup. I've tried. I do- oh, how I've tried. I can't break these. Are those the same pair you've been wearing for like a year? Yes. Okay, because they are obnoxiously orange. Yes. Obnoxiously orange, yes. the lenses. And and I, there was the one time I was at the Padres game. I was sitting down you by the right field pole. You spotted me by the lenses. And I spotted you in the press box by your obnoxious orange lenses on your sunglasses. Um, 
I wish one day to have obnoxious orange lenses and a pair of knockarounds that I can wear. Unfortunately, they don't sell prescription knockarounds. No. Maybe they should. They should. Best um, named company and sunglass ever. You can knock them around. I'm doing it <laughs> right now. Them right now. I'm worried for you. Even though they're not that expensive and you could replace them without without issue. And maybe they would give you a free one for this wonderful plug we're giving them. I would hope but so. <laughs> I just don't send me any pairs of knockaround sunglasses. I can't wear them. Until I get LASIK and, and name my firstborn child LASIK. Are you going to get some hair, too? or is... Yeah, just fix the whole thing up. Uh, weight loss, um, everything you can imagine uh, that can be you know sold and then attached to my body somehow is going to happen. Coming soon to a spot break near you. I remember there was once a day, back in the day, where a radio sales guy was like, Hey, we need to get... Do you have bad vision? <laughs> like, you're trying to figure out something I could sponsor. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, your hair is getting kind of thin. Right? Yeah, I was like, no, I've got a, still a reasonable amount of hair. I'm in reasonably decent shape, and my eyes still work. How Damn hairy it. is your back, okay, Right? <laughs> How's your tea level? <laughs> Welcome to Make the Padres Great Again with Craig and John, your dear friends, back ensconced in our mighty 1090 studios. This is, I I feel like this is a four-day overdue podcast, John. Probably. Because the the Padres have been the news focus. Four days ago was like Sunday? No, it was Monday. Today's Thursday. That's three, okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, whatever. We could have done a Sunday too. That would have been really dumb, but <laughs> yeah, no one would have listened. <laughs> but but still, AJ probably was in the news then uh, as well. Not for good things. We are getting to that very juicy topic. I know I've, I I at least feel like I have a lot to say about this. I don't know if John does or not. I have very little to say about it, so I'm I'm entertained by anyone who has a lot to say about it because I don't feel like there's any meat there to dig into. It's good. So, okay, we'll take two different stabs at this plate and see if it's empty or full <laughs> with our fork. We'll find out. Awesome. Uh, but we've got some things to get to here on this week's edition of Make the Padres Great Again. I was thinking about this, uh, to get things started, um, Mr. Gennaro, I was thinking about this last night uh, before the Diamondbacks came back to post a 3-2 win over the swinging friars. But after the Will Myers home run ball he, uh, headed toward the National University sign and, and went deep into the night and gone, and the Padres looked like they were going to sweep the Diamondbacks. And I thought to myself, you know how all these Padre fans now look back at 2008? And if you say 2008, one of the first things that'll come up is, oh, do you remember when late in the year we swept the Washington Nationals? And we could have had the number one pick, and we didn't have the number one pick. And for this very reason, John, today I wore into our 1090 studios my Aztecs Steven Strasburg t-shirt. That's very nice. Because that was the player that got away and became Donovan Tate instead. Yes. Because the Padres swept the Nationals in a meaningless series late in the year. And I was thinking to myself, are we going to... In 2017, in the summer, be lamenting, looking at some draft board that, well, there's three players who are obvious superstars, and then after that, it's a grab bag, and the Padres are picking fifth because they beat the Diamondbacks five out of six. Before we go any further, do you really think 
the Padres would have drafted Strasburg knowing who his agent was and knowing what his demands were going to be? That's a great probing question. Thank you. I think so. I think they would have. Who was the... <laughs> and I just said that, is, and then I just on. thought this of is, Moors and Morad. Yeah, and I was going to say, maybe not. this is such a terrible question to ask because it was only eight years ago, but who was the owner at that time? <laughs> was it Morad? Was Morad In there? In 09. 08 was the divorce year. I think 09 was the transition year. There's no way. There's no way. Morad bought the team on layaway. There's no way he's forking out big money for Steven Strasburg. So, yes, be all upset about 2008. I'm right there with you. But lost in that conversation was like, we had this chance once. His name was Justin Verlander. We passed. I think they would have passed again. I hope you're wrong. That's super depressing. <laughs> yeah, we just want to jump off. Sorry, this chair I didn't want right to. I didn't want to start depressing. But. Yeah, I guess I was coming from a depressing angle, but it wasn't that depressing. I see your point. They're winning games. They swept the Giants. They almost swept the Diamondbacks. They're playing division rivals and they're winning. Um, I don't think you can do anything about it. Yeah. I mean, when when you're winning games with guys like Clayton Richard and and absolute bums, just steaming pile of crap. Derek Norris in the lineup, uh, injured too, playing injured because he wasn't bad enough as he healthy, and you're still finding ways to win games. Then I, look at that point, you just got to give Andy Green some credit. He's he's managing the team to some wins. Uh, he's also catching the Giants in a, an incredible slump, and the Diamondbacks. It's called spade a spade. Diamondbacks might be worse than the Padres this year. Boy, I mean, and organizationally, we've got as many questions or more. We make jokes, and obviously they're in it for the tank. I mean, organizationally, not not Andy Green, not the players themselves. The Padres might be the third best team in the NL West. (laughs) Come on, the Rockies are better. Mm, It's close. It's at the very least, it's close. I think. I wouldn't want the Rocky situation because the Coors Field conundrum is one that is as yet unsolved. Personnel group, I'd take the Rockies over the Padres. I probably would, too. They have, you know, potential MVP guy. They got some real good talent. Um, Good young pitching coming up. Right, but I I don't think the Rockies are drastically better than the Padres. I might even take the Diamondbacks roster over the Padres. But, like, on paper, team against team for a series, which one's going to win? I think the Padres... I mean, hell, you can even throw the Giants right now below the Padres. I think the Dodgers are are heads and shoulders above everyone else. The Giants should be heads and shoulders about uh, above the rest of the NL West. And then it's just a grab bag of everyone else who stinks. Well, you brought up a, a name that I did want to mention. I don't know if it's the reverse curse of Luigi or what it is, but Clayton Richard is randomly throwing out there a, a 7 to 10 start stretch that I don't think many people thought he had in him to pitch to an ERA under 2 to be throwing 6 7 inning quality starts over and over getting double play balls getting ground balls and again I don't want to look back a year two years five years from now and go oh damn it why did Clayton Richard have to pitch well for three weeks and it cost us so much, you know, but it's happening right now. Clayton Richard is pitching really well. Yeah. Are you surprised? You're surprised. I'm stunned. I'm not. And this is okay. He's not a hundred percent. No one's a hundred percent, 
But when it comes to reclamation pitching projects, there's nobody better in the league than Darren Balsley. And this is a guy who was pretty unimpressive with the White Sox when they got him the first time. And Darren Balsley kind of fixed him and turned him into an excellent pitcher for the 2010 season. And then he fell apart for whatever reason. Balsley's not 100%. But the idea that Clayton Richard's going to find success as a starting pitcher somewhere in the league, I would have put money on it being the Padres strictly because of Darren Balsley. Well, and I guess if you offered it to me in that hypothetical, Richard is about to go have success. Right. Where? Right. You know. Yes. I, um, I would have stopped you on the question and be like, what? He's about right. to have success? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that it's happening as well. But if you told me like, hey, he's going to go to a team that literally has no other option than to throw him out there every five days and Darren Balsley is going to be there and Clayton Richard in his mind is going to know that the only chance he has of getting another contract in Major League Baseball is to literally do every single thing Darren Balsley tells him without question, I'd say, yeah, he's probably going to be okay. So when I was thinking about this yesterday, I I went and, and pulled up Clayton's numbers, right? Because... Previously, when they brought him in, I was of the mind that, oh, this is perfect stealth tank work because you're bringing in a familiar face, a well, familiar it, name. It was. It was. Right? Yes. And this guy's going to go out there and people are like, oh, yay, Clayton Richard. And then he's going to pitch horribly because he's not a big league starter because if he was, he would have started at some point since he was let go by the Padres. But that didn't happen. Uh, so then I went back and I looked because coming into this team, Over the last couple months, we've had Edwin Jackson, right, who pitched well for three straight starts, but you knew the numbers were going to come back. Sure. Christian Friedrich, I'd say similar thing. Friedrich's been better. Who was that guy in the beginning of the year? Uh, Cesar Vargas, was that his name? Yeah. Came out, had like three, four good starts, and then got injured, fell off a cliff. And and most of these guys, you just always figure that. Yeah, Balsley puts a touch in here and there. He gets a little tweak in, you know, the tinkerer in the and then it goes around the block one time good, and then the car falls apart because (laughs) it's just not going to work, you know. Uh, But then I looked at Clayton, and I'm like, you know what? Clayton Richard has never been bad in his big league career. Mm. He's been average a lot. And he's been a little bit below average. His last year and a half with the Padres, the last time. And then he got hurt, and then he came back as a reliever where he was average. Yeah. You know, like a 4 ERA, a 4-2 ERA. He's never a guy that's put up a 7-6 ERA pitching in the big leagues for any period of time. I could very, so he's been decent. I could, always, I could very much see Clayton Richard in, in the shape that he's in. How old is he now? 33? Three, maybe, yeah. I could see him pitching another five, six, seven years in the majors and giving you that Jamie Moyer, like fourth, fifth starter who's not going to be great at any point. He may not even be good, but you can regularly count on him being average. Yeah. I I could see him doing that because he doesn't have incredible stuff, but he's got good command. And with Ballsley, he kind of has things figured out. Now, I don't think going forward, the Padres should make an effort to keep him here. No. He serves no purpose here, and I think his value will go down as soon as he's away from Balsley. But, yes, I could see your argument that he's never really been bad. I just think he could be a little better. Yeah, Career 422 ERA. And, again, anytime he's had time in the big leagues, his highest ERA 
Well, that last year when he got hurt, he had a 70 RA with the Padres, but it was 52 innings and then he was done. Mm. You know, and it was that was at the beginning of the year. So if he had had a full year, he probably would have come back. But. By the way, that a uh, couple weeks ago when I did pre and post game on a, a Sunday filling in for you, or was it Saturday filling? Saturday, in? Yeah. yeah, Saturday filling in for Ben. Uh, Clayton Richard, that was I think his best start of the season. He went like eight, nine innings, yeah, and and was fantastic. And the thing I noticed with him, contrasting that start, which I think was his third, to his starts in 2010, he has slowed down tremendously. Remember, he used to be get the ball and immediately throw it. And it always drove me nuts because when he got into jams back then, he would just start going faster and faster and faster. And he would start screwing with his control because he would start screwing with his mechanics. He would just have to, I have to get the next ball out as fast as possible. And now it seems like he gets the ball, he takes a breath. One pitch at a time. I think that's helping him a great deal. I would not be surprised if Balsley or someone grabbed him and said, just slow the hell down and you'll be okay. That's interesting. And, you know, he came out of the White Sox system. I don't know if he was uh, motivated by Mark, Mark Burley. Burley. I think he was. You know, to be that kind of fast-moving fast, fast move, moving guy. So, yeah, Clayton Richard right now is an anti-tank maneuver. And there's another major anti-tank maneuver coming to Petco Park tonight. And that is now this... The game that you should be interested in watching if you're a Padres fan for the first time in two months. I will be watching it for the first time in several weeks. And that is because all four of the major call-ups from the Pacific Coast League champion, can't say AAA champ, El Paso Chihuahuas are in the lineup tonight. Austin Hedges is in the lineup. Hunter Renfro will make his Major League debut. Manny Margot will make his Major League debut. And so will Carlos Aswahe. Yeah. All four in the lineup. And do we have a lineup? For a while. We have no, a we don't have yet. a lineup. We just know yet. they're going to be in it. Because uh, that's what Andres Verde has told us. That uh, it's good. all four guys are in. It's kind of a reward to start them all at the same time. If they win, they probably all start Friday, too. And hey, it's the Giants. They'll probably just start for the rest, hit, of the, so. the rest of the season if they play well. Because the idea is when next year starts, you want all of them to be used to this. You want all of them to feel like major leaguers and not have to go through the whole process again to start next year. I, You know what? I'm happy about this. I'm excited for it. They, I've just got this lingering cloud. I feel like this is my, I don't know if it's a bullshit talk radio discussion topic or not. It's kind of what I started with as well. I've got this lingering dread. Is this just being a Padres supporter for so long? I, I At this point, I don't care. If I, they cost themselves two or three draft spots, right, you know, they're in a really tight mix here. Right, but you you have to weigh, you know, your left hand against your right hand. Is it more important to get that number one draft pick or is it more important to get your young future superstars some major league experience and time and get them comfortable at this level? For me, I, I think, you know, my right hand, the experience and the time is equally as valuable, if not more so. And I think either way, you're going to end up with a top 10 pick and probably not a top two or three pick. I don't think that's a chance for the Padres because there's so many bad teams this year. Uh, but here's the thing, John. Here's the thing. Going into this last series against the Diamondbacks, the Padres were sitting third. Okay. They were sitting third. You cannot get the number one pick. Minnesota's 55 and 96. Atlanta has the number okay. two. You cannot get the number two pick probably because Atlanta's 61 and 91. But the Padres are three games behind Atlanta for the second worst record okay. in baseball. But they did have the third worst. Then they went out and took two out of three from Arizona. 
Now both Arizona and San Diego are at 64 wins, but Cincinnati crawled under them with a three-game losing streak at 63 wins. Philly is at 69, but you got to look to the other league now, right? Oakland's at 66. The Angels are at 66. Tampa Bay is at 64. If they could just suck for 10 days... I mean, this is like a pennant race right now uh, to, in, on Bizarro World. To me, the and maybe I'm wrong, the difference between the fifth pick and the third pick is not a big deal. It's money. Each each slot has I more money. I understand. So it's two slots more money. That might be 13% more money for, for your organization, for your draft pool. I understand. Arr. I. You have to weigh it against, yeah. you know— what the the potential benefits against the potential drawbacks? I think the Clayton Richard experiment was fit was a failure, and they need to now bring back Jeff Supan. I think uh, we should all a little bit pat these coaches on the back and say, "Wow, Andy Green looks like a pretty good manager." Darren Balsley can coach pitching out of just about anybody. Um, I don't know what you can say about Alan Zinter or whoever. Passion drips from his lips, we can say yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know what you can say about Mark <laughs> McGuire, except he might not be here next year. Looks good on the phone. He does, um, and in a, a pair of pants. Uh, I, I'm not sure what you can say about a lot of these guys, but I, I think you can't say a lot of negative about them. It's not like, oh, the hitting coach is inept, or the manager is inept, or the pitching coach is inept. They're getting everything they can out of these guys which is sometimes more than what the front office thinks is possible. They tried to tank, but anti-tank maneuver Clayton Richard has turned out to blow up the tank. Yeah. Kind of bumming me out, but that's yeah. okay. It's okay. I'm happy to see the call-ups. I really, I just hope they lose for 10 days. I mean, 10 days. Can't we batten down the hatches as Padres Nation and get on a hard tank. What if for they go 10 like days? nine and one? You're not going to go like, oh my god, what a great sign for no, next season. No, you know season. what? I'm gonna, no, I'm going to say, how stupid was that that we went nine and one in ten meaningless games, and now we're picking ninth when we could have picked fourth? That's that's suicidal and stupid. Okay, it's chopping off your ankle just to see a, a pretty color red. I would agree with you if this was the NFL draft. The Major League Baseball draft is such a crapshoot outside of, like, the first two picks that I don't care. Okay. In a dream world, it doesn't matter because by picking eighth, A.J. Preller will get the chance to select the guy that should have gone fifth, but they picked the wrong guy fifth, and so they get the lucky guy eighth. That is unless A.J. Preller is suspended By the way, Marty Marty Caswell, uh, when the whole suspension news was coming out— Came back, came out with a nightmare scenario. She said, "What if they tank all year long and then they lose their first, and round then they pick. lose their first round pick? Right. That would be nightmare scenario." Yes, it would. It absolutely would. And and nightmare scenarios are considered when you walk into an unprecedented place, and that's where the San Diego Padres are right now, John. Uh, and and we need to spend the rest of this podcast and and probably more to come, uh, but at least we need to spend the rest of this podcast starting to unpack. Again, the box that is A.J. Preller and okay. deciding what's inside it. Can I just give you my my uh, broad 10,000-foot uh, view of this situation? Yes. I think we've heard it many times. We've, we heard it again, I think, yesterday. Uh, Mike D. say A.J. Preller answers to him. Mike D. is essentially the guy in charge. 
And we also hear as Padre fans time and time again, AJ Preller spends an incredible amount of time outside of the country scouting players, which is what he was known for in Texas. He's a scout. He's an international scout who's just been so good at his job. They keep promoting him and now he's general manager. But we've heard that uh, Mike D helps him. Not only does he answer to Mike D, but Mike D helps him with negotiations and things of that matter. I think me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The real GM of this team is Mike D. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And I think AJ Preller is just playing the role of international scout and, you know, guy who talks to the other GMs. But when it comes to the actual, like, paperwork of being a GM, the running of baseball operations and things of that nature, I think that's all fallen on Mike D. So the fact that AJ probably got suspended for it, I get it because this falls under the jurisdiction of a general manager. And maybe he was negotiating knowing that he's given them not enough information about medical records. But to me, if you're telling me the guy to blame is the one who spends 80% of his time out of the country, I'm telling you, you need a better system in place. So even in that statement, there's a lot to unpack. And a lot of what you just said, I can buy into in this respect. Uh, I need an explanation how the Padres don't fire A.J. Preller, okay? Because what happened on its face demands someone losing their job. I think that's very straightforward. You're talking about... It's not so straightforward that the Padres did it, though. So, no, exactly. So explain, exactly. explain why you think it's straightforward. What you did is a deliberate, and, and, and by the way, the statement the Padres put out alongside the suspension was as bad or worse, okay? The, or no malicious intent. Well, what, what was your intent, okay? Unless you want to directly dispute the reporting, which they have not done, all right? which they have not done. They have not contradicted this. This franchise at the beginning of spring training made a conscious decision to create two databases 
for one of the things that must remain pure See, and this among is, teams. This is one thing where I actually want clarification from somebody because the Major League Baseball suspended A.J. Preller and said they did so for not revealing enough about medical records, right? Buster Only's reporting is the one that said uh, supposedly the Padres were keeping two different medical records. And Dennis Lynn also reported the same Okay, I didn't see that. Um, Mike D. yesterday with Scott and B.R. said we were not keeping two different databases of medical records. So he is coming out and saying that is not a fact. That's not a thing that happened. He essentially is saying uh, we didn't do a good enough job of keeping track of our medical records, period. Not we didn't. Not that we had two. Just we didn't do a good job of keeping track of the one. That's you think it's a bold semantics. face lie. I think it's semantics. Okay, fair enough. I, I think it's legalese, political talk, how, whatever group you want that that is presented with something and then tries to say the same thing with different words to make it sound different. Oh, we didn't have two records. We had a poor job doing one. The point is, there were things being done to players. That were not being reported. That were not being reported. In their database, yes. With And this was something that was, according to, again, the reporting, being done and being given to the training staff specifically to help trades, to help with trades. Why, how is it helping with a trade? By making the pitcher seem healthier than he is. By slightly shading his value. One way or another, obviously in the direction you want. And why does that matter? Okay, I've heard the a, a common counter argument. All right, our friends at the Kept Faith did this yesterday. I don't like to subtweet in our podcast. So I'll call you out directly. Okay. All right, uh, you guys can subtweet all you want. It's a bullshit argument to say. Well, you know what? I kind of like having a guy who bends the rules. Yeah. I kind of like having a guy who's going to take every chance to help us win. It's about as optimistic as you can get with this situation, by the way. I kind of like having a guy who's just, you know, hey, I just want to win and whatever it takes. You know, guy's willing to push the envelope, push the edge. That sounds great as a pilot to a TV show. That sounds great as a movie plot. Sounds great on talk radio. Probably sounds good on a podcast, too. But it's bullshit. Absolute bullshit. No one, look. That's not what you want from your Major League Baseball general manager. They are not there to deceive. This is the only situation. Fan talking about professional team here roots for where someone with a straight face will say, I kind of like the fact that that guy lies and cheats. Yeah. Like, and uh, and by the way, five minutes later, if you bring up 2006 Chargers Patriots, you know, oh my God. Yeah. No, but yeah. And that's the thing. It's. You know, people from that, fans of the Padres, some of them will go, oh, I like the fact this guy lies and cheats. And fans of the Patriots will go, oh, yeah, of course we cheat. We want to win. But it, at that point, you've you've drank the uh, Kool-Aid and you're willing to go along with anything. Because that, that's basically like saying, like, look, I, I, I like the fact this guy's willing to murder people who don't agree with him. Like, it's you're you're. Talking yourself into bad things. You're justifying bad things because it somehow benefits you. It's not going to benefit you. And that's the point I'd like to make, okay? It's one thing to talk about, for example, something that A.J. Preller has already been fined for by Major League Baseball during his Padres tenure, staging an illegal workout in Aruba. Oh, oh, yes, okay. Right, 
he got fined for that early in his Padres, staging an illegal workout to work out players in Aruba. I forgot about that. If, he if, also if got he, suspended when he was when with the he Rangers. Was with the Rangers. This is the third time he's been disciplined as an executive by Major League Baseball, and he is not long for the game. All right? right. So, I mean, he's racking them up. Right. In other words. But well, this is the first suspension of a general manager ever. Right. So that, if you right. that is a shot across the bow. Exactly. So if you want to make the the argument, which I heard Dallas make, hey, everybody tries to cheat, everybody tries to do this and that, everybody tries, you know, and and our guy might be just a little bit better at it, and they don't like it, and so they're coming down on him. Slash. Oh, you teams, you didn't like what players you got. You didn't like the return you got, and so now you're trying to get back at us another way because AJ got over on you. Mm. No, here's mm. why. Within the the realm of the general managers, okay, all of these guys have to do business with one another. They must communicate with one another there whether or not people agree with this they're essentially co-workers yes yeah yeah it it's not dissimilar in my mind from the two lawyers who are arguing a, a high profile criminal case against one another and are spending all day trying to destroy one another in court but they're doing so within their system and then they go out for a drink afterwards yeah you know yeah. They, they they must maintain a collegiality yes. amongst their group. Yeah. And what A.J. Preller is doing is he's being that turd in the room that acts like he's bet that knows something better than everyone else and is backstabbing and lying and saying one thing to one guy and one thing to another guy and not caring that he's getting caught, being sloppy about it. And then has to come right back into that same room the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day and every single day yeah. and try and get something done. Well, look, this is not too dissimilar from 10 years ago or so when cheaters started getting, uh, a steroid user started getting revealed in baseball. And there were some people who go, well, everyone cheats. You have to cheat. Everyone cheats. But, you know, a lot of those guys ended up blacklisted, blackballed because the 80% of the players that weren't cheating didn't want any part of it. And now when a guy gets busted for steroids, baseball players jump on him. They're like, no, you can't be a part of this and try and cheat at the same time. We'll we'll play against you, but we're doing it within the rules of the game. So, you know, you and I have gone back and forth on A.J. Preller over the course of this season. Stood on a lot of different platforms. Several times, yeah. Okay, about this guy. And by midseason, I think you would agree, both you and I were firmly on board with A.J. Preller. Oh, certainly. Like, this guy has figured out the right direction. Yeah. And maybe it was D or someone else pulling him the wrong direction. Maybe. And now he's so aggressive to get these assets. He's cunning. He's he's doing everything he can. He's moving players at the right time. We've got this base of young talent that three, four years from now is going to come to fruition. This is a better plan than we had before. I'm... I, I have a hard time walking away from that because I like the young talent that's in the system. But I have a very real concern now, John, that you've got a young guy in A.J. Preller who maybe just isn't in the right job, maybe just doesn't have in in his character what it needs to what you need to be a general manager in Major League Baseball. That is interesting. Yeah, and that, that's an what interesting I'm, take. That it's just not it's not what he's wired to do. 
He's wired to be that guy that goes find goes and finds the player for you in the jungle, and maybe he takes a risk to do it. But the general manager can manage that risk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being the guy up top. You ever play games like Risk or Diplomacy, uh, or I could uh, maybe this is a more millennial way. No, I had friends. Never mind. Yeah, thanks. Dick. <laughs> uh, how, here's here's a much easier, more palatable one. Survivor. Everyone's watched fucking Survivor, right? I watched the first season. Well, at least you watched the first season. Yeah, the, right. the annoying guy with the beard who, whatever. Yeah. So, AJ's the annoying guy with the beard, okay? Except in the first season of Survivor when nobody knew the maniacal backstabbing oh, he dude. Was, that's why he won. That's why he won because it was the first year and nobody knew that. Mm-hmm. And then you got season after season and maniacal backstabbing dude turns up on every season of Survivor, but he doesn't win it. Because he gets found out. Right. Because in the first week, he makes a friend. And then in the second week, he backstabs that friend right. with a new friend. And then he backstabs the new friend. And by week six, everyone knows that this guy is full of shit. And he has to sit on an, on a rock by himself before he gets voted off the island. All right? that That's where AJ's headed. That's where AJ's headed on the island of GMs. And the funny thing is, I brought this up and I said, if I was a GM in baseball at this point, I wouldn't do a deal with him. Right. And the response I got from a few a few different people was uh, very similar. They were like, well, GMs want talent. And if AJ Preller has the talent, they're going to go to him. If AJ Preller ends up with like number one, number two, number three prospect in baseball somewhere in his organization, yes, someone will come to him and pony up. They'll feel a little weird about it, but they'll think they're getting a a future superstar. Right now, I don't think that guy technically exists in the organization. So for the next few years, which are going to be the crucial years for A.J. Preller's employment opportunities, I don't think anyone's going to be really willing to deal with him on anything except here, take our garbage. Yeah, and... I mean, in a way, you know, that reverse take that you got, I hear that because all these GMs have to do business, right? Talent speaks. Eventually- But he's not the only one with- But he's not the only one. There's 29 other GMs out there. And there's an opportunity for- With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to- Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Other teams to, to make a decision to, to bypass him. You know, now, is that being, over, am I clutching my pearls Saying that, you know, is am I being overly worried about AJ? Oh, AJ's a big guy. AJ can handle himself. Well, the Padres are the ones that are going out there tarnishing their reputation. And at the very beginning, you you kind of made the comment, well, maybe it wasn't Preller. Maybe it was D. Maybe this is something that's come from high, higher up. That would help explain to me not firing AJ Preller. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this as a tack on to that. If come April 2017... AJ Preller is still the GM. Mike D is still here as the president, and Ron Fowler is still here as the chairman of the board. I will be shocked. Okay. I think one or two of them are gone, and I don't think Preller is going to take the blame for this one. Fascinating. I right now confidence in AJ Preller rocked. 
rocked. Yeah, and it was it was sky high. I mean, it it really f- hit the the ground. It bottomed out. And the funny thing was, he had such good momentum going into the trade deadline. And then the day of the deadline, the Marlins send back Colin Ray and all of these questions and whispers start. Now there's going to be an, an investigation from Major League Baseball. And no more trades were done that day for the Padres. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, guys like Derek Norris rot on the bench and John Jay, who supposedly there was interest in. And Brad Hand, and, who struck out 100 batters, isn't moved. Right, right. And Ryan Bookter, all these guys that he could have turned into great prospects like he was doing. All of a sudden, no one was taking his calls. Last year, the story was people were calling him for Justin Upton, and he wasn't returning their call. This year, the story is no one was taking A.J. Preller's calls. I'm I'm just—that's hypothetical. I don't know that for a fact, the second part of that. But it really seemed like he still had trades that he had to make. And after the Mullins thing happened, he got blackballed. And this doesn't help that. Yeah. You know, Major League Baseball coming out on the side of those teams that blackballed you were right to do so, and here's the biggest penalty we've ever given to a general manager— that hurts more. He's going to have to basically start all over. Yeah, and again, I, I feel like this is something that must be rooted out. That's that's my opinion, okay? And the Padres can choose to go a completely different direction, and they could be proven right by that direction. Preller could wind up turning the franchise around. Years could go by where feelings are massaged. Business can take uh, precedent over hard feelings. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. All right, but right now the Padres look like an organization that's doing it wrong, and and once again we're back to uh, almost four or five months ago when you were your biggest complaint with the Padres was they were not being transparent. Yeah, that was the biggest complaint, and now this situation comes up, and they're not really being transparent. Everything is. Well, we didn't do anything wrong, uh, but we'll accept this penalty. But we're we're still behind AJ. He's our guy. Uh, there was no malicious intent. There, there's no. Uh, we thought we could get away with this, and obviously we were wrong. Or yesterday when Scott and Br was were asking Mike D, like, "Hey, is, is this why Todd Hutchinson left? You know, a, a trainer that's been with the team for 15 years, yeah, like almost 20, almost 20, uh, revered around the league." All of a sudden, just gets up and walks out a couple weeks before the season. Was it this? Did you tell him that you know to stop keeping uh, big transparent records, and and he disagreed with it, and he left over that? And Mike Diesel, oh well, we we're not going to talk about HR issues uh, in public. They're right back to, you know, things are going bad, so we're we're shutting everybody out. We're shutting out the fans. We're shutting out the media. We're shutting down everything. We're battening down the hatches. Uh, you're either with us, or you're against us. Yeah, I mean, do it the right way. You know, I mean, that's kind of like we, we're back to, again, asking for simple things from the Padres. It looked like you were doing things really correctly for a series of months, but now we find out that the practice behind that was a practice meant to deceive and and bullshit on the no malicious intent. If you had no malicious intent, then what the fuck was your intent? Right. You know, I, I, there I, was intent. Well, they, there's only two options there. It's either malicious intent or incompetence. Yeah, and, that's it. And and absolute double bullshit on calling incompetence. Yeah. You know, like, oh, we kind of forgot to write down when we gave Drew Pomerantz a shot or we gave him an anti-inflammatory. Bullshit. No way. Absolutely no way. And they, if anyone should know the rules inside and out about what Major League Baseball demands, I mean, this is not a gray area thing. 
They send out guidelines at the beginning of every season. Here's here are the medical guidelines that you have to adhere to, and they just go. Ah, I don't think we need to do that. We just yeah. do our own thing. Listen, and I, I don't want to come off as being on a high horse, but I do appreciate a certain consistency uh, in my own philosophy and fandom. All right, I get pissed at the Patriots for Spygate. I don't want my team to spy. Yeah. Okay. I get pissed when Barry Bonds hits homers off my team on steroids. I don't want to celebrate my steroids guy, okay? And by the same route, I'm not going to celebrate my GM for trying to cheat other teams, even if I got Anderson Espinosa out of it. Right, because if it turned, if if this news story was, um, what's the GM of the Dodgers? Damn it, uh, Friedman. Andrew Friedman. Friedman. If it turned out, if you, this story was Andrew Friedman was scamming the other GMs and not providing medical information, we'd be pissed. How do they get away with that? That's annoying. And we would hate him forever. And, you know, the same way people threw plastic syringes at Barry Bonds, they would just criticize him forever. And meanwhile, we're sitting here going, well, I kind of like this guy. Mm, I'm with you. I don't like it. I love that you just brought up Friedman as as a one minute uh, example. What if three weeks or a month or five months because it was a winter trade after you acquired Matt Kemp. Yeah, all of a sudden it would be arthritis oh, in his hips. Yeah, we got lied to about Matt Kemp. Now, we never heard anything about arthritis in his hips before we traded him. We demand reparations for this. What the hell is this? Oh, you had arthritis in the hips on one set of records, but you gave us a blanked out set of records? You take and away the now traffic. we find out? Take away that. Fire him. He doesn't deserve to be in baseball. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone will be going apeshit. Yeah. But we did hear about his arthritic hips before the trade. Because the Dodgers shared the right medical records. Mm-hmm. So, see, you can't have it both ways, folks. And wasn't there like a delay in the trade talks because the Padres wanted more information? Yeah, because of, the, because of his hips. Okay, so they, they demand more information, but they're not willing to give any of Yeah. So, uh, to me, it looks like a really cheap way to try and game the system, to try and be smarter than the crew. Hey, we're the young group. We're going to be smarter than the crew. We're going to get one over on them. You know, it's not as malicious as the Cardinals hacking the Astros. Right. No one's going to go to jail for this. There are smarter ways to create an advantage than to try and lie, cheat, and steal your way. Yeah, it's like we're going to cut every corner. And by the way, we're going to be so sloppy in the way we execute our deviousness that our GM's going to get nailed every year. Yeah. Yeah, he really, the last last three years, I think he's been nailed every year. Uh, So, something's, uh, again. That's just my thing. Something's got to be rooted out of this situation. That's my opinion. We're wrapping up the pod. You know, that's just, that's my opinion. Whether it's them firing AJ Preller and saying, you know, we we really went the wrong direction here and we're going to get somebody who understands how to run a baseball front office. Or if it is scapegoating Mike D. Hell, if Mike D had anything to do with this, absolutely he should be fired. 100%. And we don't have to have every blog come out and say it. Absolutely. If he had, if he was the one that spoke to the trainers, if he had anything to do with it, then he should be the one that's fired. But if he had nothing to do with it, then why would he not fire the guy who's just put his franchise in this horrible spot? Yeah. So that's why when you brought that up, I'm like, hmm, very interesting. Because the biggest reason to not get rid of AJ Preller to me, is not that like, oh, we really still think he's going to do a great job down the road. It's I, he knows something really important. I just don't see how you blame a, a thing about records and notes and, and internal databases on a guy who spends 90% of his time out of the country. I, you can't do that. 
Okay. If he walked in and said, you're going to do it this way, and now I'll talk to you from Bolivia. Yeah, but, you know, even if, if he walked in and said, you're going to do it this way, and they did it from a different, and they did it a different way, and then it's like, oh, well, he can't be blamed because the trainer went rogue or whatever. Well, then it's you need a better system. So t- to me, this falls on the guys who are actually in the building, not the guy who's never there. Yeah, that's, and again, that just comes back to my problem. Andy Green says, you know, I'm defending all these people. They're doing it the right way. The trainer says he's doing it the right way. Mike D says AJ Preller's doing it the right way. AJ says, I apologize, but there's no malicious intent. Someone's full of shit yeah. in this group. Yeah. Someone is not telling the truth. Who is it? I don't know. But speaking of people not telling the truth, and also speaking of Bolivia and uh, neighboring uh, Colombia. Narcos! Uh, we are out of time. Yeah, I know. We're going to have to talk about Narcos next week, which will be good because yeah. that'll give me time to actually finish season two. Please finish season two. I liked it. All right, guys. We're making the Padres great again, or maybe we're just getting mad about stuff, but we're done for now. This week's show is brought to you by SportsBettingDime.com, your source for the latest odds, betting trends, matchup analysis, and advice. SportsBettingDime.com provides the coverage fans need to bet with confidence every time. Follow along for breaking news and explore tools that make it easy to find the biggest money makers and best odds. Their future trackers cover every major league and more, so you always know who has the best shot at the title. Whenever you want to get in the game, sportsbettingdime.com has the action covered from every angle. Check it out at sportsbettingdime.com. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.